Hello, and welcome to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. If you're not driving, get your pens, pads, and devices, and get ready to journey through God's Word together for the next few minutes. And if you can't make notes right now, be sure to save, download, or bookmark the podcast to listen again later. Oh, and don't forget to follow. Now, without further ado, here's Vanessa. Hello, my friends. Welcome. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe that it is the holidays? Merry Christmas to you. Well, I have a message on my heart that I want to share with you, and I hope that you will enjoy it. I want you to know that we are going to meet back up for our next episode next year on January the 10th of 2024. So I wish you a wonderful Christmas and enjoy the message. Can you remember your father or someone in your life from childhood that was a giver? For me, since I wasn't raised by my birth father, my grandfather, Willie Jerry Jones Sr., stood in the gap as a father covering for me, my sisters, and many more in the small town of Huntsville, Texas. A family man, a successful businessman of multiple businesses, a civil rights leader that led peaceful marches, desegregated the public schools, the hospital, courthouse facilities in Walker County, just to name a few. But when it came to giving, in my eyes, he couldn't be outdone from giving his time, talent, and treasures to God, the local church, family, and community. He and my grandmother were selfless people. I saw their heart for people and their giving nature model before me. I am so grateful for all that they taught me. I thank God for allowing me to be raised by them. During Christmas, there were plenty of gifts around the tree. My grandfather was not the shopper. He left that responsibility to my grandmother. And she would always go overboard with the giving, not just for us, but for all the grandchildren and others. I knew about Jesus from the Christmas plays and the sermons given at church, but without a full understanding how important he is. The true meaning about the birth of Christ was lost somewhere among all the gifts under the tree. My focus during those childhood and teenage years was What am I getting for Christmas? I knew that under the Christmas tree, there would be a special gift that would make me happy. As I grew older in my adult life, I don't remember all the gifts, but I do remember the people who were the givers. I realized it wasn't about all the gifts under the tree or looking for that special gift that would make me happy, but to focus on the person who gave the gift Do they love me? Do they care about me? Or did they give me a gift for the sake of just giving me a gift? The gift given without love is the worst, but this is not the case when it comes to the true giver and the gift. I do realize that right now, some people may be having a difficult time. Maybe you lost a loved one, and this is your very first Christmas without them. Or maybe you're experiencing financial difficulties or health challenges, no matter what the circumstances are. I hope as I share these scriptures and what God put on my heart, it will enlighten, encourage, and empower you to think about the giver and the gift.
The title of my message is The Giver and the Gift. God, the giver, is the creator of all that was, that is, and all that shall be. He has given us so much, but today I'm only going to talk about three. He's the giver of life, he's the giver of hope, and he is the giver of the gift. First, let's talk about the giver of life. God is the giver of life. God loves us so much. Out of all of creation, he created you and I. Not only did God create us, he created us in his image and his likeness. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28, this is what it says. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air over the livestock and over all the earth itself and every creature that crawls upon it. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every creature that crawls upon the earth. Isn't it great to know we are the only ones created in the image and the likeness of God. And we are the only one that has been given dominion and rulership on earth. The giver is still given life. Each time that we hear of a baby boy or girl born, we see the miracle of the scripture working on earth. Each day that we wake up, we are experiencing life given to us by the giver. The question is, do you know it? Do you take time to recognize it? Do you value the life that the giver has given you? When Adam and Eve disobeyed God's commandment in Genesis chapter 3, they fell into sin and despair because of their rebellion, and it changed the trajectory of mankind for generations to come. But the giver of life had a plan. He didn't have to come up with a plan. He's all-knowing. For generations to come, he continued to give hope. God made a covenant with Abraham and promised a son. This is what the Lord said in these two scriptures. In Genesis chapter 18 verses 10, God, the giver, said to Abram, Then the Lord said, I am surely to return to you at this time next year, and your wife Sarah will have a son. In Genesis 18:18, 18, 18, this is what the giver said about Abraham. He said, Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and through him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. For I have chosen him so that he will command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, in order that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has promised. Throughout all the generations, the scriptures continue to give messages of hope. Let's read one of the scriptures that God the giver spoke through the prophet Isaiah about his passionate commitment and the birth of Jesus. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7, 
which is a prophecy of hope for the Messiah. It says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor, David, for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's army will make this happen. We talked about the giver of life, the giver of hope, and now let's talk about the gift. God has promised a gift, the gift of a child. The child's name will be Jesus. Now let's go to the New Testament Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 and read about the gift. This is what it says. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged in marriage to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and was unwilling to disgrace her publicly he resolved to divorce her quietly. But after he had pondered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to embrace Mary as your wife, for the one conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet. Behold, a virgin will be with child and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he embraced Mary as his wife, But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. The giver has love for us no matter who we are or what we've done. And you just might be thinking, Vanessa, I've done so many things wrong in my life. How can he love me? Well, let me answer that question before going any further. If you have ever doubt if God loves you, over in the New Testament, it says this about God's love for us. I want to share two scriptures with you. Be sure to write them down. 1 John 4 and 12. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sin. And then John 3.16, which you probably have heard. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that anyone believing in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world that he might judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Now, these are two scriptures that describes the love of God for us. So you don't have to doubt. And there are many more scriptures in the Bible that says the same thing. 
but learn them and whenever you doubt it, come back and read it. And you may wonder, Vanessa, you give a scripture for every little thing. Yes, I try to because it doesn't matter what Vanessa says. (laughs) What matters is what does God say? And we all want to be able to find the answers to our questions in the Bible. So it really doesn't matter what you've done. He still loves us. But wait, there's another scripture um, over in Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, He will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because the Lord Jesus Christ have made us friends with God. Let's keep going as we talk about this wonderful gift, Jesus, and all the many things that he does for us. Jesus was not only a gift for forgiveness, but a gift that made us to be in right standing with God. In verses 15 through 17, in the same chapter, it says, But there was a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful gift and his gift of forgiveness to many through the other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of the one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift led to our being made right with God, even though we were guilty of many sins. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who received it will live in triumph over sin and death through the one man, Jesus Christ. So in other words, God gave us a gift that forgave us of our sins and it put us in right standing with him. Also, we can see clearly that salvation is for everyone. God has made this gift available to everyone. I know that many of you have received the gift of Jesus, but there may be someone who's listening and said, you know what, I have not received the gift and you would like to receive the gift. I would like to pray with you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. Thank you for salvation and eternity with you. Amen. Well, welcome to the kingdom of God. You have received the gift. He is now Lord of your life. This gift was given to the world, not only to be shared during Christmas time, but every day, no matter When you're listening to this episode, the anointing power of God's word is active and it will draw you with love and kindness. Now, 
If you have prayed this prayer, I would love to know. You can connect with us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at mybiblelife.us. Next step is to start reading your Bible and allow the Holy Spirit to teach you. For the new year of 2024, we will be having a 10-week Bible study challenge starting on January the 10th. You'll hear more details during that time. During this wonderful season, review previous episodes on the book of Mark and meditate on the giver and the gift. God will reveal something new just for you. You've been listening to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. We pray you have been blessed by the word today. This weekly series was created to increase your faith, encourage you in your walk with Him, and to give you inspiration to continue moving forward with confidence toward fulfilling the work He has already begun in you. Since you're already here, we invite you to follow, share, download, and help us to reach more people to join in with us. Let's share the love and His Word so that they too can be blessed by the My Bible Life Podcast.